It's me, Megan. How are you feeling today? Can you make the sound of how you are feeling right now? Today, I'm feeling like, ah. When I say go, make the sound of how you are feeling right now. Ready? One, two, three, go! <laughs> That's so much fun. I'd love to know how you all are feeling today. Lately, I've been feeling more and more energetic after the treading shelva ceremony for my grammar gene. It was weird. At first, after I found out about my grammar dying, I was feeling really sad and tired almost all the time. Basically, it was all I could think about. And that made me feel really down and sea sluggish. But the ceremony, even though it was really sad too, made me feel a little better. And the stories about my grammar made me smile and even laugh. I've been really enjoying our new family tradition of distance means so little when someone means so much before all of our meals together. And it feels like every day that goes by is another day that I feel less and less sad. I feel sad only in waves now, but if I hold on to those stories and memories that I have of my grammar, I find that it helps me get through those tough periods and continue on with my day. one of my emojers. Do you all remember some of our emojers and what they do? Emojers help us manage our really big emotions. So we feel a little less sad, angry, excited, or frustrated. When I feel really sad, I practice look for help. Look for help. Will you try it with me? Look for help. Look for help. When I looked for help, I found a grown-up I could talk to about how I'm feeling and share how much I miss grammar. My family isn't the only one experiencing change right now. This time of year is quite possibly one of my favorite times of year because it's the underwater equinox. The Knox, as we all call it, is when the tides change and the water starts to get a little warmer. Also, the sun starts to stay out for longer, 
which means the daytime lasts longer down here and we don't have to be home to our grottos as early. Susie, Penelope, Joey, Bobby, and I are now able to stay at the water park after Lagoon School even longer. Not to mention, surfball season is back. And I'm excited to teach Bobby how to play. Every year around this time, my family goes on a little vacation together. Typically, my grammars come along, and we visit a reef that we've never been to before. Last year, we went to a reef called Kamala Walla Reef, home of the inspirational Kamala Walla Mermaid, who was the first woman mermaid ever to be elected as reef president. When my grandma was my age, she said that women mermaids weren't even allowed to be reef leaders. So Kamala Walla Mermaid was a real sandblaster. Last year was so fun. And this year, I was really excited about our family vacation, even though grandma decided she was going to stay home and rest instead of joining us. But she did let us bring Magellan. Megan and Mika, Dad and I have something very exciting to tell you. Holy tsunami! Is it about our vacation? (laughs) Yes, Megan. It's about our vacation. Mom and I have been holding you in suspense long enough. That's right. It's time to find out where the mermaids are going for this year's vacation. I was trying to play it cool in front of Mika, but inside I couldn't take it. I decided to practice in a mojer and take five deep breaths. Breathe five times. Will you do it with me? Breathe five times. Well, mermaids, this year we're going to be headed to sunny Tide City. What? Are you serious, Mom? Tide City is only the most incredible reef in all of the ocean. Grammar Jean used to tell me about his visits to Tide City as a young merman himself. Mer people have been traveling to Tide City for vacations for centuries. It's known for its incredibly colorful coral, warm tides, and land person watching. The waters are really shallow in Tide City, meaning mermaids and other fish can get a clear view of the land people who are frequently hanging out on the beach and swimming in the ocean. In fact, Tide City is where my grammar met his land person friend. Oh, mom, I'm so excited. I'll never be able to sleep. I think I need to use an emojer. Let's drink a glass of water. Drink a glass of water. Will you do it with me? Drink a glass of water. Drink a glass of water. Do you think we'll be able to see any land people? Of course, Megan. The last time I went to Tide City, your grandma and I spent a whole day swimming in the warm tides, eating sea lettuce, and watching the land people up on shore while they jumped and splashed in the same waters as us. It's really quite a sight to see all of us sea creatures come together at the same place as the land creatures. But you need to make sure you're careful. The land people like to try to take pictures of mermaids, and their picture machines can be really scary. Picture machines? I've never heard of those. What's a picture? 
I'm not actually sure, Megan, but there are stories of mermaids and mermen like your grammar who have had encounters with land persons, and they tell tales about these devices that humans have that can take what they call pictures. And once you've had your picture taken, you are frozen on the device forever. To me, it's reason enough to not let them see you. Well, I hope I don't see any picture machines. Oh, and I almost forgot. One more surprise. Since Grandma can't join us this year, we had a little extra room and thought it would be fun if Susie tagged along with us. Just then, Susie popped out from behind a rock. Su-su-su-surprise! Susie was so excited she could barely talk. I felt the same. What a fun trip this was going to be, having one of my best friends with me. The swim to Tide City was so long. Luckily, Dad hired a tug. Tug is this really cool new thing where large fish, like whales and manta rays, actually pull us smaller sea creatures along in a big shell attached to a rope to make travel much easier. Our whale was named Taxi, or at least that's what he told us. He was super nice and got us to Tide City in almost half the amount of time that it would have taken us to swim with our small tails. Holy sand crabs, Mom! This place is incredible! Look at the color of that coral. Wow! Blue, pink, orange, green, red! It's like an underwater rainbow. I almost forgot just how special this place was. It feels so great to be back. <coughs> oh yeah, Mika! You like it too? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, mermaids, welcome to your grotto for the next few days. First up on the agenda is a swim through the Great Red Coral Current, some of the oldest, most beautiful and bright red coral on the planet. Dad always plans the activities for our vacations. He's an excellent tour guide. And Mom is the best snack packer this side of the equator. They're a really great travel team. While we were swimming through the Great Red Coral Current, Susie and I noticed something from above that I'd never seen before. What's that overhead? So we swam up to take a look. As we got closer, we could see there were four little sea stalk looking things with hands attached to them. It almost looked like my arms, but bigger. We had to get a closer look. Then, out of nowhere, a really strong warm current rushed us to the surface. My head popped above the water. And when it did, I was face to face with two land persons. Ah! Ah! Whoa! What the heck? What are you? Where did you come from? I'm Megan. What are you? Where are your tails? Are you land persons? Uh, you mean people? Yes. What are you, some kind of mermaid or something? Yes, I'm a mermaid and I'm here with my family for vacation. And I'm a star. You mean a starfish? Nope, I'm just a star. Oh my gosh, Beth, get a picture. She's a mermaid. Beth? Is that your name? Yes, I'm Beth and this is my sister Rose. Now don't move. 
Just then, Beth pulled out a little black rectangular thing, and everything started to make sense. I almost didn't react quickly enough because I was so intrigued by Rose's beautiful red hair. It was like the color of the corals below it was so red. And Beth had on a necklace that looked just like Penelope's with a tooth. I was trying to make out what kind of tooth. It looked like it may be a shark tooth. When then, Susie snapped me out of my gaze. That must be a camera. She's trying to freeze us. Quickly, we ducked back under the water. Flash! The bulb is bright, my pulse is pounding, my head is spinning and I splash to escape the light. My tail is shaking and I am swimming fast to escape the strangers, get out of danger like mom said. If they catch you, then they will freeze you. Reason enough not to let them see you, mom said. And that reminds me of the first time I swam at night. The ocean turns a different shade when the sun goes down. Snappers, octopi, and eels, shadows all around. Swimming home, I couldn't use my eyes. I had to trust the confidence I felt inside. Everything's scary in the beginning. I faced my fears and I kept on swimming. That's what it's like the first time I swam at night. Newsflash! Now there's nothing to it. I'm a world-class swimmer, both night and day, never crash. I know how to do it. I swam at night till I learned my way. Maybe the land people are just like that. Maybe I'll let some of my fear go. What if the land people are just like me? Can my understanding grow? From the first time I swam at night, just like the first time I swam When we got back to our vacation grotto, Susie and I told mom and dad what happened, and they told us to be careful. That night, I couldn't stop thinking about my encounter with Beth and Rose. I wondered what they were doing right now. What were they thinking about? Did they tell their families that they met a mermaid? What were land persons like? They seemed pretty nice to me. How did Rose's hair get so beautiful and red? And where did Beth get a tooth like Penelope's? I had to know more. I fell asleep while I was thinking and dreamt that I was a land person and that Rose and Beth were my friends. I knew that I needed to know more and I decided that I would figure out a way to find them again. Thanks for playing with us today. We'll be back next week with another story to help us put our emotions in motion. The Emotion Motion podcast is produced by the Move This World Audio Network. Move This World supports social-emotional learning for students, their families, and their school communities through evidence-based curricula rooted in creative expression and movement. Parents and teachers, you can learn more about how the Emotion Motion podcast supports your students and find additional resources to use at home or in your classroom at our website, movethisworld.com. You can find us and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, MoveThisWorld.com, or wherever you choose to listen to your podcasts. Thank you for getting your emotions in motion. We can't wait to play with you again next week.